0: It's time for the Smart Money Questions podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you're asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions podcast. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? Matt Hausman. It's that time again. Smart Money questions and that's what we're going to be dealing with today had a couple that came in that uh i think will be good topics for today might not pertain to everybody but i think it kind of gets you in the idea of kind of dissecting and asking additional questions you always hear me talk about that so we will definitely be doing that today and as we come to the uh, actually last night i talked earlier in what was it uh mid-march the beginning of march madness and if you did not watch the national championship game last night, I believe it was the largest comeback for a for the winner at 16 or 17 points down at halftime, and Kansas came back to beat North Carolina in the men's national championship basketball game. Very, uh, very exciting. So, unfortunately, my team was out on Saturday. I had Duke going all the way, getting a little... You know, sentimental for Coach K. I think he's been there for 40 some years, 40 plus years. So, yeah, he was, uh, his last game was on Saturday. But anyway, let's go ahead. You guys know that I like to use this format to deal with, uh, you know, things that are happening in our office, talking with clients, talking with other people, maybe some questions that come in uh, through the podcast, through the uh, website, and hopefully give you some ideas on how we are discussing things with clients and the different questions that we're asking to make sure that we're, you know, hopefully covering all bases for when it comes time to offer any advice or suggestions. So that's what we're going to jump into today. Just a couple of questions that came in. So before we do that, let's make sure we deal with the disclaimer. <laughs> Please don't take any of the information or ideas or suggestions that I offer in today's show as direct advice for you. Please use it as information and education that you then can discuss with your advisor. Now, if you don't have an advisor or you would like for us to be your advisor, I'm more than happy to have that conversation with you. And it's real simple. All you have to do is go to www.speakwithmatt.com. That's www.speakwithmat.com, And my online scheduler is right there. You can go right in. You can schedule a 15 or 30-minute phone conversation. And quite frankly, at the end of that first call, we're going to have a good idea. Does it make sense to have a second conversation? So, again, very low-key. Go right into the online scheduler. You don't even have to get on the phone with anyone to schedule this. So, again, speakwithmat.com, www.speakwithmat.com. And schedule it there. So all right, let's go ahead and get on to today's show. All right, the first one comes to us from Tim, and this is, uh, I'm a dentist and thinking about retiring in the next five years, maybe less. I own my building, so would I be better off to sell the building and invest that cash or try to actually sell my practice to someone else and then rent the building to them? That's a great question, uh, Tim, and I would tell any and all business owners, especially if you own the real estate, where your business is located, there's many different ways that you can structure your exit out of the business. So Tim, in this particular case, let's talk about the idea of selling the business or the practice, but keeping the building. The first question I would ask you would be, do you want to be a landlord? Obviously, now you're, you're moving roles. Right now, you're both. Uh, you're a tenant and the owner. But now you're just going to be a landlord. Now, the reality is it can be, that could end up being a great source of retirement income. The one thing I would tell you to consider in structuring the deal would be making sure that when you structure the sale of the practice, that you have it in there that it's you know the person can't just take the practice and leave if you're wanting them to pay rent at that location now the reality is if someone's going to come in and buy your practice i would assume if you're a dentist then it's already set up you know to work efficiently for that person just to you know walk right in and be able to do that but there's specific ways that you have to structure that that requirement in the sale of the business. Now, the other thing you wanna be considering on selling the uh, the business itself is how much are you gonna be asking upfront for the practice? Obviously there's value there in the practice with your current clientele, obviously the equipment, all of that. So, you know, most of the time when businesses like that are sold, they are not, it's not a cash deal up front. Usually there is a trail, there's some type of a note that is gonna that you're gonna have to pick up, and you want to decide how much do I want up front. Obviously, the more the better, and then structuring in the leaseback on that property that you're gonna retain. Obviously, all want to be considering about taxes as well, whether you're selling the business or selling the um, the building. You want to understand what's going to be the capital gain tax that I'm going to owe both federally and potentially state, depending on where you're located, is also important to take into account when you're looking to structure that deal. This is where I would recommend getting, getting an attorney involved, maybe a business broker. Obviously, you're going to have to pay them. But in my, at least from other deals that I've been involved in, that can end up being very money very well spent. Now, the other thing is, let's say you're just going to sell the building and invest the cash, but you also have to consider, you know, your practice. So it's really important to look at that. Your practice has value. And, you know, are you going to sell both, both the building and the practice? That could be another way to structure it. So then, yeah, go invest the money. Could be something very valuable to look at right now, especially with where real estate markets are getting a really good... Um, maybe it's a big jump in value depending on where your building is, but be looking at the capital gain taxes that are going to be owed, depending on how your current business is structured is going to be, uh, is going to go a long way in understanding what that tax cost is going to be. This is where having an attorney that is familiar, uh, especially with the taxes, probably bringing in a, a CPA to help structure that is going to be really important. So, um. You know, I would tell you to look at both avenues, Uh, selling the practice, keeping the building, obviously then selling the practice and selling the building. Um, You're definitely going to want to do that. I wouldn't just sell the building and close your business. If, uh, you know, especially it sounds like you've been successful because you own the building that you're in and that can make it very attractive to the person that's going to buy it is because they're going to have that, uh, they're not going to have to worry about, uh, you know, signing a a long lease and then with with somebody else and then having to, you know, maybe they sign a five-year or 10-year lease, what have you. So those are the things that, those are the questions that I would be asking you if you were sitting in front of me. How do we want to do this? And um, again, making sure the tax, you understand the taxes that are going to be due on the sale and potentially, depending on how you structure the note on the taxes that would be uh, paid on those ongoing payments and depending on how long you carry that out is going to be you're just going to want to make sure that you understand what those taxes are. So Tim hopefully that helps you and gives you uh, an idea on the questions you should be asking uh, whoever you're going to be dealing with in you know in this sale and I would be thinking you know you're you're potentially five years maybe a little less I'd be looking at this right now you know it could be where many times when businesses are sold the original owner is retained for a certain amount of time to make sure that the attrition rate on clients is drastically reduced many times i've seen it where that is actually part of the structured settlement and the sale of the business obviously that wouldn't be the case necessarily with the property that's completely separate but you know sooner than later if you're looking at you know 5 years can happen very quickly you're going to want to be considering. And that can also make it much more valuable and you get actually more money for your practice if you possibly stay on, let's say, for 12 to 24 months. So hopefully that's that's valuable. If you have any questions, reach out to us. If you want to speak directly, again, speakwithmat.com, www.speakwithmatt.com. All right, the next one comes to us from Catherine, and it says, I've always heard people talk about the importance of, of life insurance, but I never fully grasped the importance of it until my husband died unexpectedly last month at the age of sixty-one. Catherine's already hear about that. Um, I got a check for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars almost immediately. It is very comforting to know the money is there, but now I don't know what to do with it. What would you suggest? You know, interestingly enough, I've had two situations just like this within the last 12 months. unexpected passing of a spouse, life insurance payout, and now the surviving spouse. What do I do moving forward? So I'm just going to kind of go through the things that I have uh, sat down and talked with people about that I think is very important uh, in this transition. The first thing I would tell you to do is to sit down and take an accounting of all of your assets. And obviously, his assets. So 401ks, savings accounts, investment accounts, real estate, you know, wherever your assets are, you there's going to be a process that you'll go through to now shifting those either out of his name directly into yours, or if they were joint accounts, changing the ownership structure. And in that, be reviewing and updating your beneficiary forms on that very important to do that many times this gets missed uh especially with savings accounts and checking accounts so again review all the assets on where they are you're gonna especially let's say a company 401k usually there is a process to go through where now you're going to inherit that that account changing it into your name what have you and it's uh it, it is specific with all of them. Obviously, it's great to hear that that life insurance was paid out very quickly. Usually that is, usually at a minimum, or I, I should say at a maximum of a 60-day process. Many times we see it in, in 20 to 30 days. Uh, but the other ones can take a little bit longer, especially with retirement accounts and investment accounts. So be reviewing those, updating the beneficiaries where necessary, and now... The other thing you're going to want to consider and review are the legal documents. Hopefully you have those done, but now many of them are going to need to change. And so that would be dealing uh, with uh, a will, with your power of attorneys, depending on, you know, how much authority you want to give somebody. Sometimes power of attorneys are very limited in scope. Other ones can be very broad. And then of course, um, A living will, if you have a trust, all of that, you would want to be reviewing. Now, moving forward, the question is, what do I do with this money? Now, my recommendation would be that you're going to want to sit down and go through the planning process on moving forward. Uh, Questions I would be asking, are you going to stay in the current home? You know, some people, they don't want to stay there because of uh, emotional attachment. Others, they do. Uh, If there are, let's say you also own some real estate properties, what's going to happen with those? The next thing would be is, okay, now um, I'm assuming maybe you're close in age, if he was 61, planning for your retirement and going back. If you've already had this done, then let's go back and review it. If not, it's real important now. When do you want to retire? Are you still wanting to work? If so, how long? and that in going through that process and looking at all the assets and now the planning is going to help you have a better understanding on where and what to do with the life insurance proceeds that you receive this is a very emotional time obviously and you know go through the process of kind of an accounting of everything and even the planning if you're if you're up for it but in moving forward and now investing the assets and um changing the asset name or structures is very easy and many times you don't even have to change anything the but the idea of now moving forward with the movement of assets and what to do with this money then i you know i would probably sit you know 6 months uh, or at least until that you feel comfortable in moving forward where um there is, you know, there's a clear head, and you know that is that is really important. In, in at least in my thinking, on now moving forward in this planning process, investments, you know, obviously life insurance. You know, what am I going to do with the money? Well, the planning process is going to help you in doing that. Right now, it's no big deal if it sits in a savings account until you're ready to make the decision on where it needs to go. So. All right, everyone, that's all I've got for today. It was a quick one. If you guys have any questions that you want us to deal with or scenarios on our on our show here, know that you can do that by emailing it to us at info at smartmoneyquestions.com or just go to smartmoneyquestions.com right there. It says ask about a question. Feel free to do it there. If you'd like to speak more specifically about your situation, know that you can do that, schedule Or my online calendar and schedule is at www.speakwithmatt.com. Again, speakwithmatt.com. Or simply pick the phone up, call into the office, 610-719-3003. And we can schedule there as well. All right, everybody, listen, take care. We'll talk soon.